Hey everybody, welcome back for another week and another killer episode of The Last Word. Laz here coming at you with episode 27. You know, there's so much to talk about as there is every week. And I know you guys probably get tired of hearing me say that, but it's true. There's just so much stuff going on out there. And the libs never seem to disappoint with their crazy. Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? Oh, yeah, they're nuts. But anyway, let's get into our, our sponsor here, uh, Night to Remember Entertainment. We want to thank those guys for being a sponsor of the show. Be sure to go on Facebook and you can hit up at one great DJ that's in the search box at symbol, the number one great DJ, and you'll get right to a Night to Remember Remembers page. And be sure to mention when you go to book them that you heard about them on the last word, and you'll get $100 off of your next event. All you have to do is just say, I heard about you on the last word and book your gig within the month of January or February of 2021. Your event can happen anytime outside of that, but you have to book it within either January or February of 2021, and you'll get that $100 off. So be sure to book a night to remember. They will make your next event a night to remember. So by the way, uh, our gig changed for my band, the Throwback Junkies. We are still playing on February the 5th, but we will now be at the Northeast... VFW, that's Northeast Maryland VFW. We're going to be starting out at 5.30 with music with our friends in a local uh, band called Analog. They are very soulful rock, all originals. They do a couple covers, but you're going to love them. If you get a chance to come out, be sure to check them out. Again, that's going to be February the 5th at the Northeast VFW starting at 5.30 Yours truly will be there with the Throwback Junkies and our friends in Analog, so we hope to see you all there. All right, time to get on with the show. Okay, let's go. All right. Well, BLM was at it again, protesting at the Capitol this week. And why? Because in their minds, there was unequal treatment of the protesters all throughout the summer and those that stormed the Capitol. And you know what? For once, I actually have to agree with them. But here's why. Throughout the summer... Cities and their governments allowed BLM and Antifa to destroy. That's right. They destroyed businesses of mom and pops, uh, businesses all over. Um, They destroyed property. They targeted innocent people and police officers. Uh, They were injured and killed. And guess what? Nothing happened. Other than the lying lamestream media celebrating it and the left telling us that it was justified and that we had to understand why it was happening because we need we need it to be more woke, we were told. But the local governments, yeah, they allowed all that to continue. Whereas when these idiots that stormed the Capitol did what they did, the Capitol Police and authorities eventually shut it down. And it only lasted a few hours. So yeah, Libs, and yeah, BLM, there is a difference in treatment. You got the preferential treatment, you were able to have your little temper tantrums that not lasted or that didn't last for just a few hours, but lasted for weeks and months. But no one else got that treatment. So shut your damn mouths. Shut up! Yeah, I mean, really. For the record, I want to be clear here. I don't condone the actions of either group. As I said last week, when you resort to this type of behavior, I don't care who you are or on what side of the aisle you fall. I don't care if you're liberal or conservative. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or independent. 
if you resort to criminal behavior and destruction of property and invasion, basically, into federal buildings, or you burn down a property, or you target police, or you target innocent citizens, you are a criminal and a thug, and you need to be dealt with accordingly to the fullest extent of the law. Bottom line. Now, with that said, here's more hypocrisy coming from the party of tolerance. The very same people who said that all the death and destruction that we saw over this last year wasn't really the fault of BLM, but it was a fault of a few bad apples. Yeah, they're the same people that are condemning each and every Trump supporter and protester that was in D.C. last week. In addition, the very same lying lamestream media that sided with these whack jobs calling for the police to be defunded were now on TV saying that the protesters were putting police in danger. They didn't give two shits about the police all summer long when they were being targeted by radicals and assholes. But now they feel like they can blame conservatives, so of course they're all for police safety. Get the hell out of here. So ridiculous. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. The hypocrisy is so blatant. And you know what? It's because they don't care. The left doesn't care. Why? Why don't they care? Because they feel invincible. And let's be honest, why shouldn't they? Number one, conservatives have done basically nothing to combat their nonsense as of late, right? At least not over the last decade. They were able to effectively steal an election, which, by the way, they swore up and down that Trump stole the election. And and we were saying, you know, hey, it looks like he won this thing fair and square. But now that we're saying, hey, it looks like the election has some irregularities, some inconsistencies, some anomalies that have never happened ever, and there are things that need to be investigated, now all of a sudden, no, 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 the elections are fair and square. Okay, sure, whatever. Anyway, number three, they will have control over every branch of government other than the Supreme Court. And number four, the lying lamestream media give them a pass on everything and they've already started a love affair with Creepy Joe and his administration. So until we as conservatives actually do something, nothing will change. We have to stop supporting these companies that support liberal views and values. That's the bottom line. You don't have to drop all of them. You can choose just one or two that you want to stop patronizing. But if each one of us do that, if we just pick one or a couple, it will make a difference. You could stop going to Starbucks or stop using Amazon or stop buying Apple products or get off Twitter or Facebook. Hell, we could all go back to MySpace. I think that's still up and running. There's MeWe. There's also the Parlor app that will eventually be up and running again once they find a new platform as they're suing Amazon right now, as they well should. And I hope they burn Amazon's ass, by the way. We've got to do something, though, is the point. We can't do nothing. We can't sit by and do nothing. We can't just listen to this podcast or other conservative podcaster views or conservative news, whether it be radio or TV, and then go right back to business as usual. Because you know what? It's not business as usual. Our country is under attack, and it's under attack from within. And unfortunately, it's by the likes of that drunkard hag Nancy Pelosi and her cronies. Whatever you do, whatever you decide, do it right, though. No violence, no destruction, no threats, just peaceful actions. 
that will hurt these companies and corporations where it matters the most, their bottom line. This is the perfect opportunity, in my opinion, by the way, for a conservative platform like Parler to take center stage in the world of social media or for another company to come around and truly compete with Amazon. Someone has to step up and take a stand, start a business. It could be you. Run for office if you want to. Whatever it is, do something. And don't forget that the midterm elections are not that far away, and we have got to vote out these rhinos and weak-knee Republicans as well as the leftist nutjobs that are in there now. If you get one inkling, one iota, that the people that are in office right now are not going to hold true to conservative values and morals and stand for freedom and patriotism, then get them the hell out of there. Bottom line. Amen, brother. Amen is right. In other news, just in case you weren't sure how crazy the left has gone, now former PBS attorney Michael Beller, who was principal counsel for PBS, by the way, has been caught on video saying, quote, even if Biden wins, we go all for Republican voters and Homeland Security will take away their children and will put Trump supporters' children into re-education camps, end quote. Um, in another clip, he was also caught saying, quote, Americans are so effing dumb. You know, most people are dumb, end quote. PBS did the right thing, no pun intended, by the way, right thing, and, and parted ways with this nut job. But this is exactly what I have been saying. The left has simply gone mad. If you think for one minute that this is an isolated incident, if you think for one minute that this is the ramblings of but one whack job on the left, you are sadly mistaken. And the proof is in the pudding because in the actual video, Beller is spouting off all this disgusting rhetoric and crap that's coming out of his mouth. And some young woman is in the background and she can be heard saying amen as he's spouting all this stuff off. I would say it's unbelievable, but it's not. I've come to accept that the unbelievable is beyond believable when it comes to these nut jobs on the left. And apparently, saying amen, she wasn't familiar with the newest prayer ending the left is celebrating in saying a woman. <laughs> oh, get the hell out of here. What craziness. Also, in other news, it looks like New York City is going to move to terminate. All of its contracts with the Trump organization. Mayor de Blasio uh, had announced that New York City will terminate at least three contracts with the Trump organization. Um, and he's citing that it's because the president is responsible for inciting the violence that happened in Washington, D.C. Another liberal tactic. This is just a way to try and get back at Trump and do everything they can to hurt him. By the way, I'm a big fan of uh, the Dan Bongino show. And if, and if you haven't listened to Dan Bongino or you haven't heard him or watched his show uh, or listened to his podcast, which also you can see on, on YouTube, um, I recommend that you do it. I think he's great. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's on target with so much. And one of the things that he said, which is just spot on in my opinion – is in a nutshell, and I'm not quoting him directly, but in a nutshell, he said, look, if Trump is done politically, if his political capital is spent, his career is over in politics, then why are you trying so hard to impeach him when the only real outcome of that impeachment would be that he, uh, if he is removed from office, 
before the 20th that he would not be able to run for political office again. That could be their only end game, other than just wasting the taxpayers' time and money. And you know what? I have to agree with them. So this is just another way that the left can uh, use their power, their positions of power, to really be punitive um, towards President Trump. And, of course, if it's going to come from anybody, it's going to come from that joke and jackass of a mayor, de Blasio, up in New York. But anyway, you know, here's the thing. Trump is a fighter and he's a survivor. Um, and he'll get through this. And at the end of the day, I don't know what he's going to do. I predict that he'll either start his own platform or maybe even, um, you know, rally the party or create his own. Who knows? But you mark my words. I don't think we have seen the last of Donald J. Trump. I surely don't. There are way too many Americans that support um, his politics and that know that he did a good job in office and realize that. What we're really seeing here is that America has taken a stand, if you believe Biden has won the election, which I really don't. But what we're seeing is that some Americans have taken a stand and said, we don't care if you're efficacious in office. In other words, we don't care if you can get shit done. We don't care how much stuff you pass. We don't care how many peace deals you broker or your administration brokers. We don't care what the unemployment rate looks like. We don't care how much cash is in our pocket. We don't care about the manufacturing in this country. We don't care about the border or safety and security. What we care about is you can't be a big meanie head and you can't use words that hurt our feelings. And let me tell you why they care. They care about that. They care about that because the school system that all of these people were brought up in has pushed the agenda that everyone is special and everyone gets an effing trophy just for participating. And you know what? That's not how life is. Life is unfair. People are going to piss you off. You're going to get upset about stuff and shit happens. And unfortunately, these idiots are not equipped to deal with that. And that's exactly why you saw what happened with this election. In addition to all of the anomalies and inconsistencies and things that we've never seen happen in an election before. Moving forward, I will tell you this. I'm very doubtful that we are going to have a secure, honest, and open election in this country, at least in my lifetime. I think the rest of our elections are not going to come under the scrutiny that this one did. I think that we are in going to live in a world where we realize that our elections are a friggin' joke, and that's sad. But That's what I believe, at least at this point. And I hope I'm proven wrong. It would be an absolute honor to be proven wrong. I just don't think I'm going to be. And that's the last word. Uh Uh-oh, well, there he is. That's Balmer Billy coming in, baby. Yep, there he is. What's up, Billy? What is going on, my friend? Happy New Year. Hey, Les. Thanks, man. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back on the show. Happy New Year to you and all the listeners. So what's up, man? How you been? I've been good, buddy. I'm I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're back. Um, I think I know why you're here. I saw that we got an email. So um, did you want to bring that up or you want me to to bring it up? Oh, no, I'm going to bring it up. All right. Yeah, I saw the damn email. And uh, of course, anybody out there that's listened to the show uh, knows that we got this guy that emails the show and always wants to give me shit. And, of course, the email comes in, and who do you think it's from? That's right. That jackass John. I mean, 
that lovely listener John from Down the Ocean sent us in an email. And, um, Laz, do you want me to read it? Can I read it? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Okay. Here's what it says. He starts out really nice, by the way, Laz. Yeah, he says, for Laz, do you sense a tension now between some law enforcement and DJT supporters? I guess that's Donald J. Trump. Or is that my imagination? So I'll let you answer that first, Laz, and then we'll get to the part where he put something in there for me. Um, yeah, okay. So the question is, do I sense tension between law enforcement and Donald J. Trump, or is that um, the imagination of John from down the ocean? Um, I do. Um, I do sense some tension between law enforcement and the Trump administration, and I'll tell you why. I think basically what we're seeing here is law enforcement is is really set between a rock and a hard place here. Um, and, you know, to that point, the sheriff of Harford County put out a really nice message on his page on Facebook. Um, Harford County is the county here in Maryland that I live in. And, um, you know, the, the sheriff basically said, look, I, I support your rights to protest. But as soon as you become violent or as soon as you start committing acts that are criminal, then you have to be dealt with. And I think that um, the tension that builds when, you know, Trump gets out there and rallies his base, unfortunately, there are going to be people that just take it to the extreme. So while I don't hold the president responsible for it, because individuals need to be responsible for their own actions, okay? If you go out there and you commit a crime, it's no one's fault. You know, I, th this shit of, well, this person made me mad or whatever. I learned when I was in elementary school that it didn't matter if somebody made you mad. It's still your fault if you reacted inappropriately, okay? You can't blame little Joey down the street um, for making you mad and then come home and punch a hole in your wall or mom's going to have your ass. It's the same thing. But I do feel that the, the cops are and the police um, officers, law enforcement in general, are really stuck between a rock and a hard place of trying to, to kind of keep that peace, allowing people to certainly do their peaceful protest, but then stepping in when it's not, you know, when it gets to be inappropriate, when they start um, acting criminal. And I think it puts them in a, in a very peculiar situation, a very tough spot, because some of them I would I would offer some of them are, in fact, supporters of the, the current president of Donald Trump. Um, so, you know, it puts them in a predicament because they have to do their job. And while they may very well understand what these um, protesters, uh, some of them turned rioters, what they're saying and what they're there for, they also have a job to do. And that law has to be upheld and there will be law and order bottom line just like our sheriff here in the county said and just like the president said regardless of what the left told you the bottom line is that the president wants law and order he did not incite violence he told them you know to to join me and you can march down you know to uh the capitol but he never said hey you know start breaking into stuff and breaking down doors and pushing your way in and causing havoc he never said any of that um, some of these idiots just took his words and decided that that's what they were going to do. And I still call them idiots and thugs and criminals because that's what they are. But I do believe that all of that can cause some tension and has caused some tension. Um, in, you know, whether it be, 
um, intended or not is is regardless. I don't believe it was intended by the president. It's just one of the things. It's it's fallout, right? It's just something that happens from what has transpired, um, and the emotions are so high in this country. Conservatives in general feel like that this election was stolen from us, and worse off, that the country was stolen from us. So you've got a lot of people with a lot of emotion that are tired of the political correctness and the bullshit that they've seen happen in this country over the last eight years of you know of the Obama administration, and then Within the last four years of Trump's administration, you see the constant drum beating and the constant nagging and the constant dual, you know, sided coverage and biased coverage um, within the lying lamestream media. And, and, you know, it just hasn't been equitable and people are fed up. That said, I'm not saying that, you know, they reacted appropriately because they didn't, but um, I certainly think that it, it adds to the tension. So, you know, there is that. So uh, apparently he wrote something to you, Billy. What what was the what was the email from John? OK, so here's what he said. He writes in. He says, for Balmer, Billy, have you joined the online Maryland dating site called Crab Cakes and Football? What in the hell is this guy talking about? First of all, I know he's just trying to be a smartass because who the hell would name a dating app Crab Cakes and Football? I mean, those are two wonderful things, by the way. I love Crab Cakes and I like my damn football. But um, no one's going to go on a dating dating site named Crab Cakes and Football. Okay, John from down the ocean, have you gone on the dating site Idiotic Guys with Stupid-Ass Questions for Podcasts? Have you done that, John from down the ocean, you crazy bastard? What in the hell is wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're a little fired up, Billy. I think he was just uh, trying to get your goat again, man. Well, he got my damn goat, lads. Yeah, this time it pissed me off. What What the hell kind of dating site is that? Crab cakes and football? What in the hell is wrong with this guy? You know what? I seriously think, seriously, uh, between me and you and you know all our listeners and probably John from down the ocean, uh, I think there might be something seriously wrong with this guy. Like, he's got some mental problems. Seriously. He has to. I mean, if you go back and you think about all of the things that he's asked and questions that he asked, I, he might be, you know, not exactly playing with a full deck of cards. You know what I'm saying? Or if his deck of cards has 52 in it, it's 52 jokers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just ain't right. <laughs> 52 jokers. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I get it. I think he was just having fun with you and probably his way of saying Happy New Year or something. Who, who knows? Uh, you know, listen, like I said before, I know John and, and I know that he has a, a good sense of humor and a good heart and, um, you know, certainly tends to be a little more conservative, um, which is probably why he listens to the podcast. So, you know, he's a good guy. I think he's just messing with you, man. Yeah, no, I know. He just gets me all riled up. And you know what? I know why he does it because he, he, he admitted it to you. You told me. He likes when I get all riled up on the mic and he gets me all fired up. He enjoys that. And that's why he does it, punk. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's exactly why he does it. I'm positive of that. So, hey, man, you got anything else going on? Are you anything else you want to talk about this week? I know it's been a while since you've been on. Nah, man, I'm really good. I just wanted to stop by and say hi and tell everybody, you know, thanks for listening. And, I, of course, I wanted to bring up John from Downey Ocean and his stupid email. Jerk. And uh, just, you know, say hi. Haven't seen you in a little bit. And just check in, man. I'm 
that's about it. Well, good, man. I'm, I'm glad you did stop in. I'm glad you had an opportunity to, to air out your grievances here with John. Hey, is there anything that you want to say to John? We could always, you know, send him. Remember, he kind of forfeited on one of the questions. So technically, you have a win in your column and you can turn around and ask him a question. Well, yeah, but remember, I did ask John a question about cheesesteaks and he didn't know that answer. So I doubt whatever I ask him, he's going to know. Well, hey, man, we can come up with something. I mean, if you don't have anything this week, that's fine. But if you do, we can always ask it. It's up to you. Um, hmm. Okay, let me think of something. I'll think of something. Hang on. Okay, okay, I got something. All right, John from Down the Ocean, I do have a question for you. Okay? All right. Back in 1844, the very first telegraph line in the world was established between Balmer and what other city? 1844, the first telegraph line in the world was established between Balmer and what other city? What do you got for me there, John, from down the ocean? Hmm, that's a good question, man. I don't, hmm, I'll have to think about that. Oh, you know what? I do know the answer to this. Um, yep, I'm not going to answer it. I do know the answer. I'm going to hear, I'm going to write it down and... I'm going to pass it to you. All right. You tell me if that answer is correct. Yep, that's it. You got it, Laz. Ha-ha, John from down the ocean. Laz knows the answer, but do you? Ha. So what do you got there, buddy? Send it in to us. You know how to reach us. At the, You can reach us on Gmail, thelazword at gmail.com. Okay. There you go, you punk. <laughs> yeah, like, go ahead, John, send it in, man. See what you got. 1844, the first telegraph line in the world was established between Baltimore and what other city? So, anyway. Uh, well, hey, Bill, you got anything else, man? We're going to be wrapping it up here for this episode, episode 27. No, that's all, lads. I just wanted to stop by and say hi to everybody and, uh, you know, just tell everybody that I missed them, and I hope everybody's having a happy new year and even though that we are just a couple of weeks into the new year and the crazies are already out there and there's craziness going on in our world, we still have things to be thankful for. So try to keep that in mind. You know what, Billy? Great advice, brother. Great advice. There are things that we should be thankful for and we do need to keep them in mind because with all the craziness that's happening in our world, sometimes it's the only thing that can keep us sane. And that is for sure. Well, hey, that's going to wrap us up this week. Thank you so much for coming back each and every week. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at The Last Word, Instagram at The Last Word, Twitter at The Last Word Pod, and, of course, you can always reach me and Billy right here on our email, thelastword at gmail.com. So thank you so much for coming back each and every week. And as always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. God bless you.